Hello, I am CY. Welcome back to my little humble podcast. Well, there is a Chinese saying that every banquet has his time to say goodbye, and when I was thinking about. Recording the final part of my coming out story, I was always reluctant because I don't really want it to finish. Because once it's finished, I need to really, really work on、uh, the future of my podcast, which would be challenging, exciting, but challenging most of it. But I decided that, also with an encouragement from the friend of mine, who encouraged me to do podcasts, I'm going to tell the final part of my coming out story today. Here it goes. In the third year of the Bible College, everybody has to take a course in Pentecostal theology because that Bible College was somewhat a Pentecostal Bible College, so that was a compulsory, mandatory course that we have to take. And we took it. It was fun. It was nice. But the main problem is when I was in my fourth year. For some reason, the school decided that we all have to take exactly the same course again. I was in my fourth year. I took it one year ago, and I wasn't very happy that they had. To force us to take the course, the the exact course again. At the beginning, I wasn't sure that it was exactly the same, but it turned out it was exactly the same. The instructor was the same, the syllabus was the same, the course readings were exactly the same, and I wasn't happy. My classmate in the same year. Weren't happy either. If you remember that I mentioned that in my third year, I already started to have so much conflicts in many levels with the school, with the churches, with myself. So, when that happened, that we had to take the same course, I was angry, frustrated. And we talked to the school about it, and they didn't listen to us. We had to sit there for almost ten weeks for the same thing that we took. I was rebellion, so imagine this: me and my two other classmates were sitting in the classroom, listening to. The exact syllabus, tutoring, being a rebellion student, 
what would you imagine that we would do? We couldn't concentrate. We couldn't focus because it was just boring and unnecessary. So, while we were in class, we were doing all sort of high school stuff passing paper notes, talking at the back of the room. We were being the nuisance in the classroom, but we couldn't help it. So, Our faculty member called us into another room and said, You have been such a rebellion student and being the bad example for the, uh, your classmate. So we have to punish you. So the result was because my other classmates were going to graduate. So they were only suspended for another two weeks or something like that. However, because originally I was going to finish at least with one more year in the school anyway, I was suspended for a whole semester when I go into my fifth year in the Bible college. In the following summer, I have already planned a trip to United States. The main reason that I was going to the States for a trip was because I, want to, I wanted to attend a workshop. They call it the Community Building Workshop. I'm hoping that I'll get to talk to you guys about the workshop because it's really a very life-changing experience for me. But that will be in other episodes. Anyway, I had a great time and came back. And because I was suspended, so I was working part-time at the church. And basically, other than that, I have nothing to do. So six months, five months passed, and I was going back to school. I remember that the, almost the first day I went back to school, the head of faculty called me into the office and talked to me. And he said, hey, CY, how did it go? How was the counseling go? And I was like, what counseling? Oh, You didn't go through counseling for your antisocial behavior? No. Oh, well, you couldn't graduate if you didn't go through the counseling. So I said, what should I do? He said, why don't you go to counseling while you go, go to school? I said, okay. So while I was going to school, I was also going to see a counselor. I think I saw her for about 10 weeks, 12 weeks. And during the sessions, there was a time that I was mentioning my struggle in sexual orientation. And so she and I talked about it. 
and I wasn't expecting this. That one day she said to me, the counselor said, "Well, see why. In order to finish our sessions and in order for you to graduate, I have to write a report to the school with your consensus." So I said, "Okay, let me look at the report." And it took me for about a week to decide whether I'm going to let that report to be submitted to the school, because in that report, sexual orientation was mentioned. After one week of thinking about it, I said to the counselor, "Okay, I think it's about time for them to know, and see what happened." About a week later, I was on my way to school, and when I arrived at school, the head of faculty called me into his office. So I went into his office, sat down, and then he said, "Well, see why we we received the report from the counselor, and realized that." Um, you are a person with a homosexuality, and we discussed it, and we decided that today would be your last day at school until you decide to repent and come back. Then we may consider allowing you to finish your degree at this school. And I was actually holding. A letter from them while he was explaining what happened. I couldn't believe what I heard. I couldn't believe what I read in the letter. But I know this is what is happening. I am being expelled from the school. Roughly about five weeks before I was supposed to graduate. I have no choice. I walk out of the office, walk back to my car, start driving home. I either drove very slowly, or the time has slowed down. I remember that I arrive home on a Friday or Thursday, and sitting in a car and thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to say to my church, and more importantly, my family? Even though I don't know what to say to my family and and my church. I know that I have to give them something. I either make up a reason, an excuse, and lie to them about why I got expelled from the school and couldn't graduate, or I tell them the truth. I probably struggle for about two to three weeks, 
and I decided that it's the time that I should tell them why and who I am. I decided to, of course, tell my family first. I didn't tell the whole family at the time. I decided to tell my mother, and then told one of the three brothers. My mother was very, very sad. She wasn't disappointed per se, but she was really sad because she was really expecting me to become a church minister and start working in a church and eventually maybe become a pastor. But that's not going to happen. And then. I remember when I was telling my brother, at the time, who actually was sharing the same uh, bedroom with me, and he said, "How come I didn't know that?" I was like, "Well, because I didn't want you to know. I have been hiding from you for the last twenty-six years." It kind of went well, because at least they didn't kick me out from from home. But the next huge challenge was, I have to tell my church, who has been supportive, uh, particularly financially, so I have to give them explanation. So I went back to church and told one of the minister. About the truth, and then they held a meeting, and then after that they called me for a meeting, and told me that I was allowed to stay in the church as a regular member, but I was I will never be able to be involved in any ministry in that church. I got the result, and I said, "Okay, I think it's about time to say goodbye." So, I left the church. One thing I can assure you is, life after coming out to family and important people around you is not sunshine every day. As a matter of fact, there was a long time that I was still in a lot of darkness, a lot of rejection, frustration, confusion. Struggles, challenges, but if you ask me whether I regret making that decision, that I can also assure you that I have no regrets. I was tired of telling lies, living a double life, hiding from people about who I am. Yes, being. Honest about who I am is very, very difficult, 
particularly that who I am has something to do with sexual orientation or sexual identity, but I rather live authentically because that's the kind of light that I would prefer. I remember about a week or so ago that I told another friend about what I'm going to tell in my podcast, and he said, "Well, for people who are who decided to come out, the story of coming out basically never ends. Once you start coming out, you keep coming out to people: your neighbor, your coworker, your new friend, another family member, or any people that you meet for the first time." Or the second time, so yes, I just told you guys my coming out story, but there are many other coming out story afterward. Again,、uh, thank you for listening to the last three parts of my podcast when I decided to do, share my coming out story, and before I finish this. A whole series of coming out and this podcast.、Uh, I'm gonna play a little clip of the song, which is one of my favorite song of all time. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you soon again. <laughs>